0: Did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the uh, tails. Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from eh, to ooh. unreasonable doubt. A podcast about West Virginia university basketball starts now. That was a stand up the whole game. In my living room. Uh, Not the whole game. I stood up for a majority of that game. Must win game. They won it. Hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is episode 23, the Iowa State Cyclones. Thank you, Iowa State for not for not scoring as many points as the mountaineers did for scoring less points than the golden blue thank you sincere gratitude from one fan to your team i'm sorry that that involves you losing a game cuz you're probably trying to win you know all the games like west virginia is i just appreciate that uh, you took a loss tonight because and maybe you need a win but uh, and I'm biased here West Virginia needed a win more than you did Iowa State so thank you you know what you did for WVU tonight number 1 like I, like I feel I feel so much better This was not a perfect game by any means. And yet I feel so good. (laughs) You know, I feel good. You know what? I I don't, this isn't going to translate to anything else in my life probably. I feel good though. This feels great. Winning? I didn't want to come to this microphone tonight and say, it's been a month since we've won a game. You know what I mean? And even if I didn't talk into this microphone, it's just it's just rough, you know? So, hey, positive vibes only. Big win tonight. WVU avoided an eight-game losing streak. They beat Iowa State by 16 in Morgantown. Got a tiny bit dicey in the in the early Or, you know, middle of the second half, Iowa State cut the lead to single digits, and then West Virginia ballooned it back out. Here's the thing about an eight-game losing streak. You look at an eight, and if you look at it sideways, a sideways eight looks like an infinity sign. So what West Virginia avoided by not having an eight-game losing streak, all bets are off when you lose eight. That's my understanding and it's because when you you look at a 8 the right way or the wrong way it looks like an infinity sign and so you're you're dancing with losing infinity like on paper it says you you're you're on an 8 game losing streak but you move that 8 just a little bit and then you could read that as uh, you're gonna you're on an infinity losing streak, and it's possible because when you lose eight, why wouldn't you lose 350 in a row? Like I don't want to throw out a number that's ridiculous, but if you've lost eight in a row, where does it stop? But we don't have to talk about that because West Virginia stopped the losing streak at seven. Huggins avoids having his first eight-game losing streak at WVU. Talked about 2013 to death. Sadly, because of this losing streak, it is over. So we can put a pin in. <laughs> we can put a pin in senior Dennis Kalichla talk and focus on the what we have avoided here, which is if West Virginia lost eight, then the discussion, then you still put a pin in 2013. Save that for another rainy day. And then you start getting in to the darkest of days. <laughs> Probably in my lifetime as a WVU fan, it was, it was Gale Catless last year. And in Gale Catless last year, back in the in the previous millennium, West Virginia uh, had two nine-game losing streaks in one season. Ha <laughs> ha! which just is terrible on its own. But it's on top of the fact of, of the excitement of what seemed to be a great, promising freshman guard uh, by the name of Mr. Hargett. And it's like, oh, this guy. This guy, he's the, he's the bee's knees. That's how we talked back in, in the 1990s. This guy's the bee's knees. And, you know, coming off of a final or a Sweet 16 run, yeah, there's a bunch of seniors, so they all graduated, but the promise of of hope. And then that team lost nine games in a row, beat Providence, and then lost another nine games in a row. (laughs) And I think that was back in the day where, There was a scenario where you didn't make the Big East tournament, and I don't think West Virginia did that season. (laughs) So when you start talking about the 1998-1999 season, that is – all hope is gone. There's no – you can't have a redeeming quality to be like, yeah, but the competition's been tough and they've been snake bit. You can't do that – when you're comparing your your team to the nineteen to the Jonathan Hargett team, with love and respect to Jonathan Hargett, he made a lot of free throws that year. Did not make a lot of. It was a bad year. But from that from that mess, beget John Belon, beget Bob Huggins. So positive vibes, positive vibes. West Virginia won. Did you hear? West Virginia won tonight. Uh, So, Gail Catlett retired after that terrible season. So, technically, Bob Huggins, we avoided having the conversation of Bob Huggins retiring. That's all I'm saying. There's been no talk about that. But if Catlett had two nine-game losing streaks, but even if he had one, it was retirement time, then we don't have to talk about Bob Huggins retiring. That's how important this win was. Bob Huggins, speaking of avoiding things, Bob Huggins avoided losing when Roy Williams was in town for a game. You know, that guy, another coach that won 900-plus wins, now he's got some chips. He's got some national championships. Uh, But he was passing through, and that's what that was. The internet was trying to get, you know, hey, make sure Roy Williams doesn't leave, and yes, yes. Roy Williams didn't come to a game during a losing streak. Uh, but he's passing through, okay? Roy Williams gets zero credit from from this person in regards to the win. Uh, he can go visit another place he's never been before. If he wanted to, like, how does that work? Roy Williams, I, I don't have direct quotes here, but the talk is hey, I wanted to, I wanted to see what it was like to to coach or to be in Morgantown to watch a Mountaineers basketball game. Said the guy who's coached, you know, if he's won nine hundred, he's coached thousand over a thousand games. He may not be scheduling the games, but don't you think Roy Williams, if he really wanted to do that, he could have just, like, made a call and West Virginia said, yeah, bring your team to Morgantown. That's not possible? Anyways, that guy. Great coach. He's passing through. Do not give that man credit. West Virginia swapped places with Iowa State for last place in the conference. So, hey, you know, we can – for right now, we can calm the West Virginia's in last place in the Big Twelve talk because we're not look at the look at it right now, and you have to look at it <laughs> positive vibes. But you have to look at this on uh, on Tuesday, February eighth, twenty twenty two. And while I'm recording this, West Virginia is not in last place, and Iowa State is in last place. And Iowa State, uh, they've been in the top 25 long time. I don't know if they're still there or not. Um, But they have been. They've been losing games still in the top 25. They are the, according to conference record, they are the 10th best team in the Big 12 out of 10 teams. West Virginia, not 10th. So that's what that game meant. For WVU. Uh, As far as the performance, positive vibes only. West Virginia had four guys who scored double digits. And that's been a rare bird this season. In fact, that's only the third time this season that West Virginia has had four guys in double digits. The other two games, Pittsburgh and... West Virginia's last win prior to this win, the win at home against Oklahoma State, so that's that is fantastic. It is uh, it is a win. It is it's a winning formula. West Virginia three and zero when they get four guys into double digits, spreading the wealth, so to speak. Uh, West Virginia out rebounded Iowa State, so thank you again, Iowa State for not, not getting a ton of rebounds. West Virginia out-rebounded Iowa State by nine. And it was a group effort. Uh, everybody contributed. Catrell was in there getting rebounds, not his best game, positive vibes only, but he did get some rebounds, and everybody did. Everybody got rebounds, team effort. And that's, West Virginia got more rebounds tonight because of the hustle. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country now. Sportsbook isn't in your state. Play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. So here's what you do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5. Get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN. TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 or older minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Boiled Wear Prohibited Gambling Problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny seven three six nine. I've been putting on the internet this idea, you know, are we are we Andy from Shawshank or are we Red from Shawshank? Where are we at on hope for this team? And I've still, hope, according to Red, hope is a dangerous thing. But I don't see this team, yes, they have their deficiencies, positive vibes only, but outside of the second half of Kansas, I don't see a lot of quit in this team. And they they came out ready to play. And I'm sure they were boosted by another fantastic thing, uh, Taz Sherman, back in the starting lineup. And maybe because of that, more energy, seemed like more guys were diving on the floor. The defense was solid tonight. And more importantly, when West Virginia got turnovers with their defense, they turned them into easy points. It was great to see dunks and transition shots go in off of turnovers, capitalizing on things that you're good at. And more importantly, when you're struggling offensively, and let's be clear, both of these teams coming into this game, struggling offensively. Like I thought we all saw that second half against Texas tech and Iowa state comes into this one. They barely broke 40 in their last game. So they were in a points desert and they found more than 41 in this game. Uh, but not enough. Thank goodness. Again, thank you, Iowa state. So Tash Herman was back and, he had a casual 16 and somehow he got a couple of open shots. Like all of his 16 did not come from tough shots. He's not in shape. He's recovering from a concussion and he scored against a top tier defense. Like the, the numbers say Iowa state really good at defense and Taz Sherman casual 16 Back in the starting lineup, and Iowa State playing defense. I'm gonna. That's gonna take some time getting used to that that idea, <laughs> right? Since we've been in the Big Twelve, Iowa State's been the. Uh, they they're trying to get to a hundred. Like they them and Lon Kruger, they never screamed defense, and this new guy, arms crossed, young guy form-fitting polo, athletic polo guy, he's very focused on defense. And so it's going to take some getting used to. Um, Seth Wilson, speaking of people being back, Seth Seth Wilson was back. He had three straight baskets in the first half, including the third heat check shot where, like, one of those, I'm definitely shooting this because – Did you see me make the last two? And he made that one, too. So, fantastic. You know, you lose seven in a row. Positive vibes only. You got to... Huggins made do on his talk about getting freshmen some more minutes. He had Kobe Johnson in the starting lineup. Seth Wilson had probably the most minutes he's had in his short career here at WVU not a career is it a career in his time at WVU and he did great and Kobe Johnson did fine but both of these guys look steady like they do not look scared Kobe Johnson seems a little uh he seems like he's deferring more than what he probably will uh seth wilson not deferring and i like that and he's uh would you want (laughs) to i'm asking seth wilson and i'm glad he's on wvu's team do you want to be in front of that when he's when he's getting full speed i would not want to be in front of that and when he get some more reps and like that's going to be a problem when he takes his takes what he's got going on and barrels close to the rim if he can work on finishing like that's going to be a problem cuz he looks he looks the part Sean McNeil he shot three point shots and he made all of them That's fantastic. Jalen Bridges, he was one of the four guys in double digit scoring. And ESPN, the broom closet guys, they tried to jinx him. His first time at the free throw line, they throw up the graphic that's talking about how Jalen Bridges is not missing free throws. And they put it up in his motion of shooting his first free throw. Total move by ESPN to try to jinx my man Jalen Bridges. Didn't work. That's a – like, yes, I stood up for most of this game, but – and this has nothing to do with the outcome of the game or really the outcome of Jalen Bridges making or missing that free throw. These are two separate things. But when they tried to throw the jinx graphic at Jalen Bridges and he still made the free throw – I was still super nervous. <laughs> but for a split second I thought, all right. We're getting we're getting some breaks here. The the ESPN jinx did not work uh to get WVU out of one point. Now, this is not ESPN's fault and this uh, this is positive vibes only in a Oh, I haven't seen that before. Gabe who was definitely not feeling the referees this evening, apparently said magic words to one of the referees on his way out. Like, they they weren't playing basketball. They were going to the locker room. Says something to the refs. He got a technical foul on the way out. And so the second half started with Iowa State shooting free throws. I don't know how many times I've ever seen that. And that's just... That's just a fun fact. Positive. Vibes? Speaking of making free throws, Malik Curry, he tweaked he tweaked the motion just a little bit. He threw a couple of dribbles in. He's still going around the world with the ball before he shoots it, but instead of going right up with it after they round the world, I, I believe that that tweak in his free throw routine has worked wonders. He made 10 of 11 from the line. He was one of the guys in double digits. And remember when West Virginia played Bellarmine? I don't remember much about that game either. Malik Curry did not make a free throw in that game. Since then, he shot 86% from the line, including multiple games where he's been perfect. Tonight, he only missed one, 10 of 11. And, again, like, the transfer guys, Malik Curry, solid night, got some scoring, mostly from the free throw line. And Pauly, another start for Polly, Him and DeMond Kerrigan combined for five blocks. Polly took a few charges. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it works with Polly in the starting lineup. And it hasn't happened very often, but it is (laughs) – I just like all of that. So, West Virginia now 1-1 and in must-win games this season. Hey, Josh, can you have a split record in must-win games? Hey, Josh, doesn't a must-win mean that if you lose the must-win, then there's ramifications for that? I'm just telling you that the Oklahoma game was a must-win that West Virginia lost, and this game was a must-win that they won. So I'm just – the facts are, uh, positive vibes, West Virginia is one-on-one in must-win games. And spoiler alert, West Virginia is going to have some more must-win games for the remaining schedule. And I'll let you know when they're coming, all right? But a win's a win. Positive vibes are positive vibes. I am thrilled. I'm sure you're thrilled. And uh, so we can stop talking about... (laughs) We can, you know, we can just relish a win and cherish a win because they've been hard to come by, you know. Remember when we, you know remember when the team that we that we follow uh lost seven games in a row man if this is Bob Huggins, he's like I don't have a rear view mirror in my truck so I can't look back at that seven game losing streak because there's no rear view mirror on the truck we're on the win we're on the winning truck tonight final thoughts coming up interact with the show that just means interact with me on social media on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. on Instagram at unreasonable doubt WV on the Facebook at unreasonable doubt WV or just type it in the search bar interact. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU Saturday, two p.m. ESPN two. Not a must-win game, but why don't we start a different streak? You know, why don't we start one of those winning streaks? If I had a rearview mirror, I'd look back and remember we did that this season. Anyway, West Virginia goes on the road to play the Oklahoma State Cowboys. This is the first of two straight road games. West Virginia beat Oklahoma State last month in Morgantown. This has, what I'm about to say is just factual. West Virginia has won six of their last seven games in Stillwater. Like, just look it up. It's the truth. West Virginia has done well in Stillwater including the most recent trip to Stillwater where West Virginia was down big, came back. That was the Kedrian Johnson game to beat the Cowboys in Stillwater. Crazy comeback win. And again, 6 of 7. So West Virginia has historically done well in Stillwater. The Cowboys of this season, they've lost five of their last six. Coming into this one, but they don't have quit in them either. Uh, Boynton, like I thought, Oklahoma State was going to be better. I was wrong on that. But look, they—all these games have been single-digit losses in these five out of these five losses out of six. All of them were close. One was in overtime to the team we just beat, Iowa State. Four of them were on the road. Like, I'm looking at the schedule. What'd you all do, Oklahoma State? Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about the thing where you can't go to the postseason. Uh, I don't understand what happened there, but I kind of understand a punishment was given out. But why'd you get punished schedule-wise? I Look, the last 10 games, seven of Oklahoma State's last 10 games have been on the road. Who did that to you? <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know if that's a COVID thing or what's going on. But this is not, this is a good team. This is a team like Iowa State, like West Virginia, good at defense, struggling offensively. Oklahoma State doesn't shoot a lot of threes, they don't make a lot of threes. The concern for West Virginia on this one, besides revenge game, is also Oklahoma State getting into the paint. Because likely he likes to get in the paint. Uh, They're big guys. They like to score around the basket. Most of their shots are coming from within the three-point line. And West Virginia, as we've watched this season, susceptible to giving up points in the paint. So that'll be the key in this game. Can West Virginia limit scoring inside enough? And, you know, let's see see how this plays out. Why, why, why Why not a win streak? If you win two games in a row, is it a win streak? I would argue yes. And this is a team... Maybe, you know, again, they can't participate in the Big 12 tournament. They can't participate in the NCAA tournament. It doesn't look like they're heading that way anyways. But even if they were, they can't. Um, So if you're listening, Oklahoma State, uh, I heard the weather's supposed to be nice this weekend in Stillwater. And I heard, like, there's a great concert saturday night so maybe uh think about that stuff think about things besides basketball because i mean really what are you thinking about you're not thinking about the tournament even if you turn things around you don't have a chance to get there so i'm not saying you should do this but like think about you know balancing out your life Maybe do less of basketball and more of other things and look ahead to things that are not basketball related. Like like, like kind of like a work-life balance thing. Focus on the life part for the next four to five days. Specifically this weekend. Really focus on life instead of work. Uh, I appreciate you doing that in advance. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen to all the platforms or just pick one. Cast Hit the five-star button. The farthest right star. Tap that with your finger. That helps this podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh with This has been Unreasonable Dale. WVU for the 2021-2022 season. 14 wins, 9 losses. Why? Because West Virginia won.